Welcome to the Rebel Lifestyle Design Podcast, a podcast designed to help you break free from societal expectations and design your ideal dream life. This is about helping you live your best life by doing what makes you happy. Welcome. Hi, welcome to a new episode of Rebel and Live Your Dream Life. My name is Kendra Araujo and as always, I'm your host and I want to thank you so much for being here today. And today we're going to be talking about a really interesting topic and that is about how what happens when you've been following um, the norm, you've been following everyone's idea of what success looks like, you've been... Uh, doing what everyone says, pursuing the career, pursuing the marriage, pursuing the love, pursuing the next promotion. And it isn't really making you feel happy or fulfilled. And I had an interesting conversation with the amazing, amazing uh, Candice Thomas about this topic. And I want to share a little bit of the knowledge that went over uh, that we talked about in that conversation. Now, before I get started, I do want to say thank you to everyone listening on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. You guys are the reason why I do this. And just just so you know, we do record these episodes live on Instagram. So everyone joining us on Instagram, Classy Purse Woman. Oh, hi. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Oh, and thank you for your love for my earrings. They are super heavy though. <laughs> so everyone listening on Instagram, thank you so much for joining us. Just so you know, we are recording an ep a podcast episode right now. And you can always find the, pr the previous episodes by going to, uh, you can just search for Rebel and Live Your Dream Life in your favorite platform. We're in Spotify, iTunes, and all of those platforms as well. Google Podcasts, in all of them. Now let's get started with today's topic. Oh, and we are also live on Facebook as well. But let me get started with today's topic. And like I said, we're gonna talk about how to do what actually makes you happy when you've tried what everyone says and didn't really work. Now, I had a very, um, an amazing, amazing conversation with Candice a couple of weeks ago about her story. And she shared how she was doing everything right, how she was, she went to school, she got her degree, she got the next one and the next one, then she got an amazing job and then she got the next promotion and the next promotion and the next and she was all the way up in the um, ladder, you would say. And everyone around her was like, oh my God, you're doing so good, you're doing so good. However, she wasn't happy. She wasn't feeling good. She just was not feeling fulfilled. The real, the real things she were she was feeling is she was feeling unfulfilled she was feeling bitter she was feeling like something inside of her was telling her to do something different but no one supported that and when she expressed those feelings she was made to feel ungrateful as well because why couldn't she just be grateful if she had it all externally though so that got me thinking, and you can uh, listen to the whole interview at she'sagenius.com, but that got me thinking her story is a very real story that a lot of us experiment in our own lives when we're pursuing different goals and different, different um, dreams in our lives. And that got me thinking about my own story. And there was something there about no one really asking us, what do you want? What's in your heart? no one did that for Candice at that moment and I remember a very particular time in my own life 
when that wasn't happening either uh a few a few and it's a funny story though uh a few years ago when i first got engaged to my husband i remember well, I remember being ultra excited at the time. I mean, it was incredible. Uh, we were going to get married. He was the love of my life and all. And that was awesome. However, I do have to say that I've never been the kind of girl to dream about my perfect wedding. So I, I didn't really have like a perfect dress or a perfect venue or a perfect color and flowers. Like none of that was at all in my awareness or in things that I needed to know as a woman. I don't know. I never really paid much attention to all of that. I did know though, the one thing I did know is that I just wanted a small beach wedding. That was like my, the only thing I knew because I, I, I don't know, that's just all I really cared about. So anyway, when this whole process started, we, we got engaged and once the word got out, things started going really fast, really quickly. And it was really overwhelming because one thing le led to the next and before I knew it, my small my small guest list was really big, started getting bigger and bigger and bitter, bigger. And then my parents offered to pay for the wedding, which was incredible. But at the same time, now we we're dealing with more opinions, more guests, um, and looking at different venues. Everyone had their own thing. They were trying to sell me on a park or on a, uh, closed venue and then we went to the beach and then it wasn't the best and then you couldn't and all these things just started to spiral out of control just this whole planning process for a simple wedding that i wanted at the beginning and i remember just being so obsessed over things like flowers when i had no idea about flowers they were just not in something i thought about at all in my life then flowers starting to be important. I used to dream about that. Then decorations, candles, the shares for some reason were super highly important. And I just remember feeling overwhelmed, but I also remember feeling pressured. I remember feeling pressured to impress the people that were coming to this wedding. Like there was some external pressure that had been passed along to me during this planning process about how everything had to be perfect. The perfect decoration, the perfect flower, the perfect uh, table setting, the perfect dress. The per and, and I felt pressure to do that. And I felt, I started becoming a little bit of a bridezilla, I, I have to admit that. But then I also had all of these pressures, but I didn't know, I thought it was just normal. I thought like that everyone had to go through that. But it all came, but it all became super clear one day when Jay and I were talking about what we wanted to do for the wedding, like what we actually wanted for, I think it was for the dance. There was this one dance that he wanted to do. And he was advised not to do that dance because people, because it was like frowned upon. And in that moment, I sort of like woke up, I had like this epiphany and I said, oh my God, we are not doing anything that we want in this wedding. We're just letting ourselves be carried away by what everyone else wants us to do. This is not making us happy anymore. This is not even what we want. We're spending all this money, all this time, all this effort, all this energy in something that we actually don't want because I couldn't care less about a, a big wedding. I couldn't care less about the flowers or the table setting or the shares 
or anything else. But I had been led on for months and months to believe that I had to impress everyone and that things had to be this way. And I said, no, no, this, this is not what I want. This is not what day wants. This is not what we want at all. And this is supposed to be our day. So we're going to stop this planning. We're going to stop this wedding process as it's going right now. And we're going to cancel all those big, big plans. And we're actually going to do what we want. We are going to go and do things our way, the way we truly want them to be. And we're going to follow like our instincts in this. So obviously, obviously that didn't sit right with a lot of people, my parents included, my mom just went over the top and said like, what? No, we have to invite every single third cousin you have, even though you've never met them and uh, crazy, crazy things. And we were faced with criticism. We were f faced with uh, shaming. We were shamed for not doing things the way we are supposed to do them. We, we were called selfish. We were called ungrateful for not, because we also said no to my parents' money for, for the wedding. So we were called ungrateful and selfish and just really were being criticized for doing what we wanted to do in our own wedding. So it was really hard, but I had to learn. I had to learn to not let any of that get in the way of following my instincts and my heart and what I really wanted because every time I thought about it, like, why am I feeling so awful for doing what I want if this is supposed to be my day? So I had to, to just trust that, trust that I knew the way, that this was about us and if we were gonna do what we wanted, that was okay. And everyone else that had their own opinion, well, they were, they were free to do whatever they wanted, but they were not going to affect what we were going to do. So, of course, in the end, a lot of people's feelings got hurt, but we had the most amazing, the most amazing, and actually the planning process just was so liberating and free. Things just flowed the way we wanted them because we were not obsessing over flowers anymore. We were just picking to do the things we actually wanted to do and those things just sort of happened. So we had the most amazing, small, intimate wedding at the beach, which was all I wanted from the start. And it was a destination wedding, aiding a little bit there with the uh, uh, over-the-top guest list. and. I had the best weekend of my life. I had one of the best weekends of my life that, that day. And I actually got to marry my best friend and the love of my life. So it was incredible. And obviously my parents went to the wedding and they had the most awesome time. No one remembered all the conflicts we had gone through and all the issues that had happened. They were just so happy and proud of the, of the, the day and the fun that we were having. And I guess what I learned was that if I leaned into what I really wanted, if I leaned into my truth and who I am and what is actually important to myself, things are better, things are happier, things are, I don't know, they just sort of flow. They just, you're not fighting life, sort of life is just going your way. And by doing that, I was able to create the day I actually dreamt of, it was, which was a small wedding on the beach from the start. And this is exactly, but 
going back to before before I go there, but while I was going through that process and that pain and that pressure and that feeling pressured, no one really asked me what I wanted. No one really asked me what I wanted for real. They were just trying to sell me on what they thought was right or trying to, oh, this is the way this is supposed to do. And I blindly just follow them, but no one really asked me, what do you actually want? And did their best to, to show me that. And this is actually what Candice does. And this is why I think she's so amazing because no one asked her either, what did she want for her life? And it was until she had done it all to find herself bitter and faithful and grateful that she had to ask herself that question, who am I and what do I actually want? And by answering that question, she was able to turn her life around. Now, I do want to ask you, and you can listen to that whole interview at She's a Genius uh, just by going to she'sagenius.com and signing for the free summit that we're having where she's going to share her entire story and her step-by-step -step process. But while that happens, I want you to ask yourself, what are you doing right now? What goals are you pursuing? What dreams are you going after? And ask yourself, why are you going after those things? Are those the things that you really want? Are those the things that your heart is telling you that, that it wants? Or is it something that you think you have to do? Maybe because this is what happens. We, we were told that we are supposed to follow this line towards success, towards happiness, towards doing what we want. And the truth is, it's not that those things are wrong. It's just we need to start by putting those things in the right order, prioritizing what we want first, what's in our heart, what our heart is telling us. Whether that is in your career, whether that is in your love life, whether that is planning a wedding or planning a vacation or dreaming about buying a home, let go of the noise, forget what everyone's is saying, let go of everyone's opinions and ask yourself, what do I want? What do I, what's my vision for this? What would be ideal for me? And ask yourself, and just give yourself permission to explore that. Give yourself permission to come up with all the crazy ideas that your heart wants, because that's the first step. That's the very first step. What do you want? In the middle of being pressured, are you feeling pressured? Are you feeling unfulfilled in your life? Are you feeling ungrateful for not being more happy when you seem to having, when, you're, when you are from externally, you can tell that you're having all the success that you would want. How are you feeling on the inside? And if it's not ultra happy and if it's not ultra fulfilled and if it's not ultra amazingly excited, then ask yourself, what do you really want? And give yourself permission to explore that because the answer might just surprise you. And if you wanna listen to the whole interview with me and Candice about how she turned her life from feeling bitter and unfulfilled and ungrateful after achieving all the external success that she thought she wanted to achieve to accept, to asking herself, what do you really want? And living that life and living that truth I want you to go to she'sagenius.com and sign up for that free summit where she shares her step-by-step -step process. Now, Carmen, oh, thank you. Hello from Croatia. I hope you're doing so awesome, you guys over there. Uh, and I and thank you everyone else that's joining us live for this podcast uh, episode. Thank you so much for being here. 
Thank you so much for joining. Remember that you are allowed to do whatever it's in your heart. Just simply give yourself permission to explore that. And if you need to, the step-by-step -step process, just simply go to shesagenews.com when you can get all the resources for free that you want. And actually, Candice will be uh, giving a, an amazing free gift for everyone that joins in on that interview of her powerful meditation, the step-by-step -step process meditation that you can do at home to get crystal clear on what you really want, what your heart wants, and then how to achieve that. I love you all. Thank you so much for joining us. Everyone listening on the podcast, thank you so much uh, for listening wherever in the world you are, Croatia, like Carmen, or wherever you are in the world, and everyone listening on Instagram, thank you so much for joining us for this uh, live, live recording. Go out there and create the life of your dreams, and I'll see you on our next episode. Have a big, amazing day. Bye-bye.